0: Welcome to Christian Financial Perspectives, where you're invited to gain insight, wisdom, and knowledge about how Christians integrate their faith, life, and finances with a biblical worldview. Here's your host, Christian investment advisor, financial planner, and coach, Bob Barber.
1: Welcome to another episode of Christian Financial Perspectives. Bob, we're at episode 122 now. Can't believe
2: it. We're getting up there in the numbers, definitely.
1: For sure. Uh, As of now, we are recording Gold Fever. Is it worth it?
2: Be a fun topic, right, Bob? Well, I um, came up with the outline for this because you are telling me all the time, Sean, that you get these phone calls about gold constantly and should I buy gold or not.
1: Yep.
2: And so I have... Some opinions on that that yes, I'm going you to do. share yes, today. You do. And I thought, yeah, the great title for today's podcast would be Gold Fever Is It Worth It? Uh, and so we got a lot to talk about in yeah. regards to gold. And I think that uh, you're going to find this very informative. And should you buy gold or not?
1: Yes. Is it and a good investment? It will be very helpful when I get those calls that instead of having to. Pretty much answer the same thing repeatedly, mm-hmm. I can say, well, I could explain it to you, but Bob and I actually recorded a full-length episode on gold. Yeah,
2: that's Is right. Is it worth it? So, so I think it's important first to look at the history of gold because gold has yeah. quite a history. And it's been around for a while. It has. <laughs> I mean, you go, you, you go all the way back to the Roman days and biblical days. Uh, I... I did some uh, searching this morning on my Google search and went to Bible Gateway. I love mm-hmm. I love that website and have loved it for years. You can put in the word gold and you're going to come up with more than 440 scriptures depending on which version. Wow. But it all is around that that many times yeah. where gold appears in a scripture. So Wow. Gold's been around a long time. Yeah. It's mentioned in the Bible many, many times, Uh, you know, and I was looking, we've got some scriptures to to share here. Um, Well, before we share those scriptures, you know, just to kind of summarize
1: the history, gold was once considered a source of wealth and currency in the pre-global slash pre-digital world economy, the Roman empire, biblical times, like you already mentioned. And at that time, it was readily accepted as a
2: form of payment. That's right. Yeah. You had gold so, coins exactly. and silver coins. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was the currency of that day. Mm-hmm. And for a long time it was.
1: Mm-hmm. So 440 times, Bob. Now are we going to cover all of those today or did you I, select I just, just a few? few. Okay. I pick, okay. I pick, good. Pick a few.
2: Why do want you, why don't you go over those first two I have. there. Sure.
1: Genesis thirteen two. Abram had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. Didn't mention money, did it? It mentioned nope. silver and gold. Exodus twenty-five, twenty-eight: Make the poles of acacia wood, overlay them with gold, and carry the table with them. That was for the ark?
2: Yeah. Okay. I guess to make it beautiful and you know add more value to it. And you know Solomon accepted. I mean, he he had more gold than anybody. Yeah. And and Solomon, who was considered one of the wealthiest. Men in the whole entire Bible, if not the wealthiest man to ever live on the face of the earth, right. he was up there. Solomon <laughs> received what the, the weight of the gold that Solomon received yearly was 666 talents. That was First Kings 10 14. Now, Bob, no, do you know how much does interesting to got the six? six yeah, six, how much is the talent? I
1: mean, it almost seems like it's, it's not how many pieces, but the weight or the
2: size of it. What I mean, do you have any idea w- with inflation? I'm not yeah. sure, but. Um, I've heard a talent could, in biblical times, could be worth as much as, in today's dollars, as much as twenty-five to 30000 to to $100,000. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Um, 1 Kings 10, the weight of the goat. Okay, we already read that one. So it's like 2 Chronicles first uh, 15, the, the king made gold and silver as common in Jerusalem as stones. So, wow. I guess if it was, you think about that, if it's as common as rocks back then, it was everywhere, Right. Right and cedar as plentiful as sycamore fig trees in the foothills. Now, I think that one is technically more
1: of a I don't know, literary device, I guess, if yeah, you will. Right. But it wasn't obviously as common in stone. It was That's just talking right. about how wealthy Jerusalem had become. Yes, yeah. and and how it was used as a as a currency, Yeah. median exchange. Yeah. Psalm 115, 3-4, Our God is in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. But their idols are silver and gold, made by human
2: hands. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. You know, you think about the golden calf. Um, King ne- Neb Nebuchadne- Nebuchadnezzar. Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah, boy, that's a, you know. It me, also helps you, you, you know say me it fast. these long words. I get tongue twisted. <laughs> uh, he made images of gold, sixty cubits high, sixty cubits high, sixty cubits wide. I, there was a great song by I don't, a famous singer from way back. You may not have remembered him, but my wife and I loved him. His name was Russ Taff, and he, it was a song, I'm not going to worship your idols, you know, yeah. 60 feet. I mean, he talked about that, Yeah. how wide and how high so, it was.
1: gold, there's an infatuation with gold. There, there really mean, is. Yeah. It was considered wealth in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Like you already mentioned, there were items built of gold to worship. Mm-hmm. And in modern times, right here, er, then in modern times, excuse me, Right. right here in America, we had the gold rush. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which is a little bit kind of where the title comes from for today. We had entire towns built overnight looking for it. Gold created unbelievable greed to get it, destroying whatever and whoever was in its path. More
2: lives were destroyed by it than those very few that benefited from it. Yes, absolutely. It was. And... You know, Rachel and I—we're we're going to Colorado next week. Of course, by the time this comes out, we've already—we're already, we're already yeah, back. Sure. <laughs> but uh, we've visited all the different gold mines in Colorado. They're kind of fascinating and fun to yeah. see, and you can see all the gold towns. But you know, they're not—they're not there anymore. Yeah. None of them are there, and yeah. and
1: there's it, maybe a few of them that actually turned into towns or
2: cities today, but most of them are deserted. And the destruction and the path that they've left is yeah. is sad because it just has destroyed God's creation, and it's still destroyed. Yeah. All these years later, you can see the the devastation it did to the landscape. You mm-hmm. know, and I always say, if you if you if you love the Creator, take care of the creation. Amen. And and gold definitely doesn't not do it, and it still doesn't do it today. So. And you know, another thing, you saw the, the last point I wanted to make today about the gold before we really get into is it, you know, how's it used today and is it a good investment? Yeah. Um, is the stuff is so plentiful in heaven, Is it's used the same as asphalt is here, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, the streets are made of gold in heaven is what it says in, in the Bible. Shows how much God really values it. Uh, and and. <laughs> And the danger of it because of, of, mm-hmm. the, of the greed it can create. So today. It is no longer used as a currency. It's not, is it? Nope. You know, today we live in that global economy and uh, it's it's not based on gold anymore. Now, is that a good thing or a bad thing? You'll have different arguments behind yeah. that.
1: There's there's pros and cons mm-hmm. for sure. But it was kind of an, an inevitable thing, I think. Because with the way our population has grown and just, you know, you have your modern fiscal policy, there's again, pros and cons. The weight of it carrying it in your yeah. pocket. But yeah. it was kind of an inevitable thing that at some point we would grow past even needing to base the currency in gold. Love it or hate it, but that's where we are.
2: And and to get it uh, to convert to convert gold to a currency that you can use, there's very high transaction cost.
1: That is very true, yeah.
2: To do that. If you're actually
1: wanting to go back to gold, like trade, you know, buy physical gold.
2: And and the the gold standard, um, Britain stopped using it back in 1931. The U.S. followed that just a few years later in 1933. And we abandoned the complete system of it by using it in 1973. Mm -hmm. So it's been many years that gold has not been used as a currency. And the only way to use it as a currency is you have to convert it. Right. To a currency. Which carry those use. high
1: transaction costs. Yeah. Whether you're
2: buying it or selling it. That's right. Yeah. So let's let's talk about the returns of gold. Okay. And I think people will be surprised to find that. So the returns aren't high? <laughs>
1: and, and fact, That's I'm, nearly the, a joke. The point is that yeah. they have it has historically low returns. It does. And we, we pulled this, you can look at it yourself. There's a 100-year chart for historical gold prices from MacroTrends.net. But the long-term returns for gold are minuscule at best with less than a 1% annual average return for those that have held it over the last 10 to 20 years. In 1980, gold was selling around $2,500 an ounce. Mm -hmm. 10 years ago, it was around $1,700 an
2: ounce. So stop right there. Now, wait a second. Did you just read that? Mm -hmm. 1980... $2,500 $2,500 an ounce. And 10 years ago?
1: $1,700 an ounce. What does that sound like? Deflation? <laughs> it sure does. As That's... far as the value of the, the gold itself. Yeah. yeah. And today. And as as of the time of making this episode, gold is around 1775 an ounce. Mm-hmm. Still not back up to the 2500 an ounce like it was in 1980.
2: And if you go back 10 years and you, you look at the difference between what it was 10 years ago and even today... The total return, this is not an annual return, okay? This is the total return is four and a half percent. Wow, okay, so in
1: other words, zero point four five percent annually, which is terrible.
2: If you'd have bought it ten years ago. yeah, so the return of gold has has not been good at all over the long run. maybe the short run, but not not the long run. Also, go ahead. Gold produces nothing. Nor pays any interest or dividends. Can I say that again? Gold, gold produces. produces nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't pay any dividends. It doesn't pay any interest.
1: And unlike stocks and bonds, a purchase of gold is not an investment in any company's income or growth. Gold, as we said,
2: doesn't pay any dividends or interest. Completely. Just, I don't understand that, but it. I mean, I do understand it. It's just metal. That's all it yes. is. Okay. Okay. It's very, it's very environmentally hard on God's creation. Yeah. Um, gold is without doubt one of the world's dirtiest industries. As mm. I researched this, I was amazed at what I found. Gold miners use cyanide and generate massive amounts of waste and leave long-lasting scars on landscapes and communities. And it's been linked in other countries to social injustice and human rights violations. Man. Yeah, I bet,
1: that? you know, just go to Colorado or anywhere that there were old gold mining areas and you can see what we mean by, by all these scars that mm-hmm. they leave on the landscape. Uh, you can also, you know, there's a, a website, earthworks.org. You know, they, they have information on dirty gold and then there's also the uh, theworldcounts.com. They have uh, information on environmental effects of gold mining. Yeah. Yeah, and, so,
2: I, and it it really gets into detail about all yeah. the areas that what they use, and yeah. it was amazing. You know, here's our my gold wedding ring, and what it just to make that. Yeah, how much waste was produced? Yeah, to to make that waste that now has toxins in the soil. Yeah, and again, this is God's creation. And
1: it's it's sad too, Bob, because it's not so much that the practices have changed; it's just gotten larger, and for the most part, moved away from say the United States to other less developed countries mm-hmm. which
2: makes it even worse because it takes advantage of the local governments and the people even more next um, goat is expensive to buy and sell because of high commissions mm-hmm. I in my research I found the lowest lowest commission was around one to two percent with an average around five to six percent wow there's the there's the professional okay I always get Say that word. I'm not even trying to say this, okay, but I'll okay. try. It. News, Professional numismatist. New Numismatic, but it's yeah. Okay, new, <laughs> yeah. Guide. And the average commission for one ounce of Amer for one ounce American Eagle or Maple Leaf coin is about five to six percent. Wow. Okay. Now, remember, we went back the last ten years. What is what did we see? The rate, the it total was return, a li- four and a half percent in okay. ten years, or a little less than half a percent a year. Okay, but think about the four and a half percent. Okay, if the average cost to buy and sell was is five, five to, six to six percent, if you own it for ten years, you still haven't even made your money back. You haven't made any because of because <laughs> of buying and selling. it. So it's, it's wow. the high expense of it. What's this next one, Sean?
1: Higher taxes on gains. Well, How this about is an that one? one? I actually yeah. didn't know this one.
2: Mm-hmm. So I the, did. I've, I've heard this many times, but go ahead. Yeah, the
1: the U.S. Internal Revenue Service, IRS. Categorizes gold and other precious metals as collectibles, mm-hmm. which are taxed at a 28% long-term capital gains rate. Mm-hmm. Wow, gains on most other assets, for comparison, held for more than one year, subject to 15 to 20% long-term capital gain tax rates. So not only is the return abysmally low, mm-hmm. at four and a half percent over a in total over a ten-year period. And there's a five to six percent commission each way, uh-huh. buying it and selling it. Right. On top of that, you're paying twenty eight percent long term capital gains rates. Versus if you if you have any 20. gains,
2: of course the the odds you're yeah, going to if have you gains. if you have any gains. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. The odds of having any, any gains is not very high. Wow. So the last point I want to make today is it can't compare to the long term return long term returns. Okay, let me start over on that. It cannot compare to the long. term Term returns of a well diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds. Yeah. Okay. I, the historical rate of return is nowhere near that. Um, and I'm talking about a, a, a well diversified, not in one stock, not in right. one bond, but right. a well diversified portfolio of publicly traded stocks, large, small, mid sized companies uh, across the globe. And the ease of buying stocks and bonds today is yeah. so easy, and the transaction cost is so low. Yeah, it's it, practically zero cost. It, yeah, in many cases, yeah. it is. And, you know, you've got your 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 publicly traded stocks, you've got bonds, you've got ETFs, you've got mutual funds, and they all represent the production, I like, of this. They pre- represent the production of goods and services. That we actually use. As human need. beings. Gold doesn't produce anything. Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, but, and these all pay, or many of them, many pay of dividends them. or interest, and because of the low transaction costs and type of marketplace that they're in, they can also be quickly and efficiently converted to cash with little to no cost. Yeah. Gold
2: doesn't do any of these things. So here's a conclusion, okay? So, so before we go through all this, I just wanna, I'm going to go over all seven of these real quick again. All right? Gold is no longer used as a currency, number one. Mm-hmm. Two, it has historically low returns. Three, it produces nothing. It doesn't pay any interest or dividends. Four, it's environmentally hard on God's creation. You go into five, six, and seven. Number five,
1: expensive to buy and sell because of high commissions. Six, there are high taxes on gains, if you have gains, (laughs) Mm -hmm. at a 28% rate compared to 15 to 20% rate for other assets that you've held for a year or longer. And number seven, all things considered, it just cannot compare to the long-term returns of a well-diversified portfolio of stocks and bonds.
2: Therefore, as a fiduciary-based financial advisor, we're fiduciary-based, right? in what's the best interest of the client, we believe gold should be avoided as an investment. And yep. I know that's a big deal to say that. And I know people don't like to hear that, but facts are facts. And, what, you know, there's a couple of scriptures we'll end on, uh, Deuteronomy 7.25. The images of their gods you are to burn in the fire. Do not covet the silver and gold on them, and do not take it for yourselves, or you'll be ensnared by it. For it is detestable to the Lord your God. you got to be careful because of the greed associated with it. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's greed associated with stocks and bonds. Sure. Okay. Yeah. okay.
1: And uh, Deuteronomy 29.17. Mm-hmm. You saw among them their detestable images and idols of wood and stone, of silver and gold. So it's been used
2: for idol worship. Yeah, that too. So as always, we're here for your comments or questions. Uh, I have a feeling we might get some of these, um, some questions. As about long as the question comments. is
1: not, should I buy gold? Because I feel like we've covered that one pretty I, I, good at this I point. Think we,
2: I think <laughs> we have. But if you have questions about financial advice, planning, and investment management, feel free to give us a call. We can be reached during business hours by phone or text at 830-609-6986 or visit us on the web at christianfinancialadvisors.com. Thank you. For joining us and have a blessed day
0: we invite you to listen to all of our past episodes covering many financial topics from a Christian perspective to make sure you don't miss any of Bob's upcoming episodes you can subscribe to Christian Financial Perspectives on iTunes Google Podcasts Spotify Stitcher or Amazon music to learn more about integrating your faith with your finances Visit christianfinancialadvisors.com or call 830-609-6986. Investment advisory services offered through Christian Investment Advisors, Inc., DBA Christian Financial Advisors, also known as Christian Financial Advisors Management Group, a registered investment advisor. Comments from today's show are for informational purposes only and not to be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any company that may have been mentioned or discussed. The opinions expressed are solely those of the host, Bob Barber, and his guests. Bob does not provide tax advice and encourages you to seek guidance from a tax professional. While Christian Investment Advisors believes the information to be accurate and reliable, we do not claim or have responsibility for its completeness, accuracy, or reliability.